Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary track for Tabula Rasa, Season 2, Episode 7, uh, A Visitor. Uh, my name is Jack Kalk. I am the creator and writer of this program. And joining me today is the wonderful director, Anna Rodriguez. Hello, everyone. Hello. Um, this is the second in the Ganymede flashback series. Uh, actually, I think it's the final one. The original plan was to do, like, five, and Teresa thought that it was superfluous and I sort of agree with her and these were the only two plot points I really wanted to set home uh, was that Ganymede had a relationship with Wilson at one time in the past and that um, you're not supposed to date within the cell Gats Sare Jerks Alright um, Yeah it's not it's almost never a good idea to date Maybe where you work complete, we can do your spy stuff you know also I, I do like Marley uh, pulls back a little bit in this thing um, I don't know if it's deliberate but when she de-ages the character the um, the words are a little more deliberate there's there's less of the falling out of her mouth faster than she can keep up yeah uh, which is cool uh, because that also makes sense for the plot of the show. So, Thanks, Marley. Kudos. I'm, I've always been a big Marley Norton fan, and I was really excited to get her on board to do uh, a character for us. Yeah, not totally. that I'm not a big fan of everybody else, obviously, but I, you know, Red Sands, I think, is my, my favorite pendant program, so. And here's where we get caught up listening to the theme. Yes. Oh, Karina. This is still available on iTunes, although I believe it's under a different name now. I asked if she wanted us to change it, and she didn't seem to want to, so that's My cool. Name um, Aaron. But if you still search by her side, like Karina, I'm sure it'll still come up. Yeah. My name is Jane. I think she now goes by... I think it's Karina Marie or something like that, but she still wants to be credited as Barroso, so... Yeah, yeah. She really... Might, it might be a composition kind of thing, but I contacted her as soon as I saw that change, and she was like, no, it's cool. I'll let you know. Should see if uh, we can use some of her other music, because I would love to fit in her music. Yeah, I haven't heard any of her other stuff besides, I think she has one other song um, that I heard a while ago. I haven't gone back and listened to any of her new stuff, if she has any. Uh, but she's great, and she's a lovely person, and uh, I should talk to her more. <laughs> yes, please. I need more music sources. <laughs> yes, yes. So, this scene, um, pretty sure it's this scene, um, they're in the hallway of, of the apartment complex where Lakeisha and her mom and the boys live. So, through a television set, somebody's watching a certain seminar short. <laughs> uh, Which can, seminar short is it? Uh, Crimson Cape. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> So awesome. we have in the yeah. past shown one of Jack's seminar shorts. So I thought maybe this time I'll show one of my seminar shorts. I so. think that's fair. I think yes. that's very fair. Hey, boss. And I think uh, we've. I think when when Dave was AD, we miss you, Dave. Um, he yeah. threw in Kingery at one point, so we. Yeah, well, we have a reference in dialogue to the Kingery. I think. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Kingery is definitely a very popular program in the. In, in this fictional version of Chicago. Yes. But unlike Watch Dogs, we use the real names because we're not afraid of getting sued or something. 
I, I played through Watch Dogs recently, which takes place in Chicago. And other than the loop, everything has different names, and I was kind of bummed out. I think the woman who gave birth to Lakeisha would be a little less cantankerous. That seems like an apt way of putting it. God, I never should have left the safe house. Yeah, so there was a safe house at one time because that's something that you should do, but. It was long enough that they thought maybe he wouldn't be coming, and at some point you can't keep a whole family cooped up in the safe house. Yeah. I know, Mom. And kudos, major kudos to Mindy Raskinen for this episode. <laughs> well, well, never mind. Well, I'll get to it when it's that certain scene. <laughs> but I, I, have, I have some comments. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so self-indulgent. We'll talk about it when we get there, though. And is now God knows where. Well, I sit here and do nothing about it. Not to mention Raphael's the one watching. I'm just, I'm just waiting to listen for the cuteness that's coming in very shortly. Oh, Allison and I listened to this episode together earlier today, and our hearts just broke. Adam, is, oh my gosh, oh gosh, I couldn't handle it. It is so cute. Oh. I swear, the Condell boys, give them all the awards. All the awards. I know. I know. And Hannah, again, I will say this every time. She's, I can hear her coaching them when they're recording lines. She's such a great, she, they deliver great performances, but that's because Hannah's coaching them really well. So mm. just, just kudos to the Condell family because they're. Gosh, I love bringing them back. We're, we're even bringing Steph back uh, later because that's it's a very great family. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, they're cute. I like it. I still wish we could find room for an episode where Steph babysits the Morris children. But oh my god, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't think it, I don't think it's gonna happen given the storylines that are gonna occur. But it's probably not. But that that would be awesome. Gosh, that would be cute. What have you been telling them? They was asking where their daddy was. And you said what? The truth. Ooh, Nana, I you're in trouble. What's interesting, I think Mindy um, makes some interesting well, word choice ad-libs in, in some of these characters. Uh, Eleanor, I think, as she gets older, has stopped caring about the way grammar works a little bit. I can't believe you. Which I think is funny. No, it totally works for her character. Also, thank you for cutting the last half of that line just now. Because I don't know what what I was trying to say when Lakeisha, after that line, goes, "No, it's not going to happen." I I'm, I'm sure it's like a, an artifact from an old draft that I, I just don't know why I left it in the final. It's 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 very rare when I'll cut a line, but but sometimes I I'll, I'll make that director's choice of be like, ah, I'm cutting this. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely do that. Clark, go ahead. Be advised, I just finished doing a final sweep of the perimeter. Up to you now. <laughs> be advised is a, a stupid in-joke to myself and nobody else about when I worked at Six Flags, and I began most pages with, be advised, I'm uh, taking my 25, and I'll uh, see you soon. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't remember the codes anymore. I used to know them. Speaking of the codes, I think... Later on, in the you know one of the, the final case, scenes, Mindy actually had looked up the codes, and I guess one of the codes was wrong. I can tell when someone's lying. She actually went and Googled or something, so she ad-libbed the correct code. So I was just gonna go by her googling. I don't know. That's that was a good call. Um, I I think I just kind of invented a code. For all I know, I I called about like public urination or something. I 
You know? No, she. I, I guess she. She. She told. She talked about it in her in her line take, and she's like, "Oh well, when I looked it up, it was da 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 da." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna just pick this line." Mm-hmm. So I, I I do have to give kudos to Mindy for playing a character who whose actions are so thoroughly unlikable, but. I, when I listen to her scenes, I mean, You're she's kind of right, usually. You know, I, I can't help but agree with her sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, just too bad. <laughs> because um, she's mean, but she's justified in being mean sometimes. Yeah. Oh, and there's that's a big thing. Clark has uh, some idea of what's been going on in, in uh, Raphael's life. Yeah. You know? No, you're not. That's definitely going to have some. Inside, come on. Yeah, that's going to have some. Be fine here at the door? Will be have to be addressed, I guess is the way to put it. Yeah. There you go. That's why you're the writer, and I, I, I just mix so, the things. I, I can't speak. <laughs> oh. As much for my benefit as yours. Earliest memory is the woman Danica showed you. Also, yeah, the, here's an episode that, or here's a scene that's meant to help you kind of organize what's been going on because it occurs to me none of you know how the timeline of her memories work. Only I do. Some sort of. But now you do. Combat training with Danica. Yay! Helpful references. Just some scattered thoughts of her asking me what happened at. We're at the point in the commentary where we're listening. Um. <laughs> so it's it's not like the word victory is a um it's difficult to explain it's not like it's a magic word except in the sense that words you know certain words and the way you use certain words especially names in this show have a lot to do with your relationship with somebody but um it means a lot to these people yeah and when was that in your timeline do you think hey mom Hey, Jane. Hey, Keith. Oh, come here. There's James. I don't think we've heard James in a couple episodes. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, he, I, he definitely wasn't in the last was one. I don't, um, I don't think he's in five either, so it's been a couple months. Yeah. Uh, again? Yeah. He wouldn't leave until Tony threatened to call the cops. So, as we can tell, uh, you, well, you can pretty much infer that Keith and Stephanie are no longer dating. Nope, because Stephanie is. Hey, I mean it. With this cane, I'm a I don't know. I think she... Stephanie's kind of justified personally, but I can also see why it? Keith would be she not so on board right. with dating her anymore. Uh, she yeah, she pissed him off pretty badly. Mm-hmm. They haven't done this before, have they? Oh, what new it's... buzzing? What? Dum 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 dum. I, I honestly do have to keep a track of which buzzing means okay. means what. Like I have okay. like notes. I'll be like, okay, yeah, when when this happens, this is this buzz. When this happens, it's this buzz. So many buzzing noises. I think this is a memory buzzing. I believe it is, but I tweaked it a little bit. Uh, okay, because we because it didn't go anywhere. Uh, because she's never had the buzzing really. Happened at the same time as her eyes hurting. Mm-mm. This is the first time that she's actually feeling physical pain during a buzzing. Right. And I don't know if that was intentional from you, but I took that as maybe I need to tweak tweak this buzzing because she's. Uh, no, it wasn't intentional, but I, I, gosh, I think it's cool. <laughs> so that's that's why I tweaked it because I'm like, oh, she's feeling physical pain. This is something new. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 
If you could see yourself yeah. right now, you would disagree. And now uh, Raphael's getting a little irritable. Weird. It's it's almost like, you know, people who have similar problems to Raphael sometimes get irritable when they run out of money. Mm-hmm. Weird how that works. Yeah, yeah, it seems like they're 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 drying up in some places. Oh yeah. So can we talk about this scene now? <laughs> so, so Mindy totally called you out while she was recording the lines. <laughs> she knew. She knew. I mean, it's kind of obvious. That's all it is. Most things in this show is like, do I know you from somewhere? Yeah, because in our secret past in a terrorist organization, we were comrades. But no, with this, it's, it's just, you seem really familiar. Hmm, so do you. It's it's like that episode of Deep Space Nine where um Good night. Is it Jeffrey We'll call Walker oh, gosh. in the morning. Good night, Jane. I'm gonna look up his name. Um whoever that actor was who played like four different roles on Deep Space Nine, and there was an episode where they all met each other. Oh, okay. Um that's what that's what that reminded me of. Yeah, I thought she, it was fun. And she totally in fact I think I think at least one line, maybe two, but at least one she accidentally named it. Yeah. Eleanor instead of Sanvi or the other oh. way around. And, you know, and if I didn't believe that Mindy could pull off, you know, making them sound like two completely distinct characters, I wouldn't have done it. No, but she totally can. So that that scene totally works. Right, right, which was cool um, because I know we we sort of had when we started out a policy of not really. Yeah. casting the same actors into important roles. Yeah. Uh, and Mindy is the only one really exception to that rule, which isn't to say that Richard's not also an exception, but you'll notice we've phased out uh, what's his name? He's played a dispatcher. Yeah, we phased out the dispatcher. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, just, just to put a little more emphasis on Walker, because those voices are very similar. Yeah. You have a good night now. You too. <laughs> oh, this oh. awkward flirtation thing. And Pete had so many ad libs for like after he closes the door. Uh, but I mean, you can only go with you know one line. Mm-hmm. And kudos to Mindy for that awesome scream. I can only imagine how many times she had to do that. Oh, she she gave me plenty of takes, and it's awesome. She did, I remember she did her, a really good job. I'm fine. I remember her posting about how like. For two scripts in three months for this show, she has had to cough and hack and sneeze and all do all sorts of horrible things. Oh. And in this episode, she had to do it with two different characters. Yeah, yeah. So and she, she, she didn't. She, I mean, she totally went for it with for both characters. She gave me plenty of takes. So yeah, kudos. And I'm, I'm sure by now her throat has recuperated. My gosh, I hope so. Yeah. No. Oh, Raphael. Yeah, Raphael, you're just a fool. They're, these couple, these these next couple episodes are just like the, the sudden and drastic fall of Raphael Velasquez. You didn't learn the first time. Um, I guess it's not super drastic. It's like twenty five percent of the show, but you know it feels pretty quick because. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to spoil the end of the season. Morris, but I'm going to things get a little freaky. Time to put down your gun. I always knew you were never good enough. Lakeisha, I didn't realize you were also a disgrace to humanity. I love that ad lib. The original line is just, I always knew you were an evil son of a bitch. I didn't know you were this bad. Yeah, I like, I like the... Oh, this is the code that I was talking about earlier. Yeah, no, I just but... put code 7, which is just, 
I made up because it sounded important. I think she actually found out what it was. I just can't remember, but it's it's it's, it's in her line. I'll probably maybe throw it in a blooper reel. I don't know. We'll see. I can't wait to hear this next blooper reel. Oh, I think it'll be better than the first one. I think so too. Gosh. Uh, but that's like four, three episodes from now. Oh wow, three episodes. Yeah. Only three episodes till the end of the season. Yeah. After what she and Uriah did to me. No, I'm out for myself. And I want to talk to my sons. I also, gosh, I, Jason, man, look at you go, man. Yeah, I can't. I can't handle, like, in the past couple episodes, you've just been great. Um, I, I, you know, because he was betrayed by literally the only thing he ever knew. And, and I'm, you know. He's a desperate, desperate, crazy, very dangerous man, you know? Yeah. Um, but he's, you know, he wants to say goodbye to his sons because that's the most important thing to him. Yeah, that's, I think that's like, you know, despite all the things he may have done, that's like the one area of his life that he just, he loves his sons. He would do anything for them. Um, and if that means walking away from their lives, he'll do it, but he wants to say goodbye first. What do you know about Bosnia? Only what you tell us, Terry. Please. Boys don't know anything. Get the hell off me. Uh, and then Mindy gets so intense with knows. Eleanor. It's I know. so awesome. Go to hell, boy. Everybody can walk yeah, away gosh, she gets all very... already got the building surrounded. And I love... Oh, gosh. I like... I didn't listen to this in headphones until just now. I love... I love the... Everybody's on one side of the room. And then on the other side, you've got Clark. Or you've got, yeah, Clark. That changes a lot of things. You've got Ganymede Mead and Eleanor. You'll see your boys again and see Danica brought to yeah. justice. It's not enough. There will always and be And then, others. bam. There will always be that? others. <laughs> oh, big thank you to all our actors who packed up their lungs for these again. lines. Keep your eyes on Ganymede. <laughs> Yeah, for Jason, this is also three episodes in a row where he's had to hack and cough and, you know. Yeah. It has not been a good three episodes for anyone's lungs, especially no. Ganymede's. He was shot in one of them. Yep. I like the puddles. Thanks for the puddles. You're welcome. Um... I just, I just saved your life. I out of out of Stop whim, I decided like that it was going to be raining outside, God. and I I really liked how the gas sort of uh, dissolved into the rain. So this part that's part of the reason why I made it rain, just because I wanted the gas to dissolve into the rain. No, it's a very cool like mental image, I think. Um, and also kudos to Tom Stitzer. We haven't seen Gats in like two episodes, and he hasn't had like a real badass moment in like four. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Gats is you know who? What's what's up with Gats's voice? Mm. Huh? Mm. But no, he gets seriously badass in this. I think this is Tom's best episode yet. Um, and I, I this is pretty much his new theme. This is Gats's or Ganymede's? Um, Gats's new theme. Gats's. Mm. I like it. He does have a tattoo. We haven't talked about his tattoo in a while because it's not really relevant. He just kind of has a snake tattoo because he thinks it's cool. Oh. And then there's this scene. WLF Studios, this is Rise and Shine with John Gibbons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I love, god. I, 
W O L F, which is definitely just me trying to play off Fox and Friends in the morning. Um, David gave me so many variations of that line. They're all going in the blooper reel because they were all hilarious. Perfect. Having snapped up nearly five sixths of the late Senator Montague's projected voter base, please welcome Anthony Wire. Here comes Bruce. Good morning, Christian. Very glad to be here. Oh, gosh, that's cool. So I've, um, with Cromwell's first exper- uh, appearance, I gave him, like, a piano motif. So I just figured I'm to continue with that piano motif. But obviously, we just revealed something huge about him. So I, something, I wanted something more driving than, than just piano. Uh, the drums and the piano are actually two different songs that I was able to sync up to make it seem like it was one song. Cool. But uh, it was such a pain in the butt to do. But I liked them both so much. And then I was like, maybe I can make them fit. And it took some tweaking. But it's two completely different songs that I was able to sing together. I like like the idea of of Cromwell's musical motif being piano. Yeah. Because it's very different from Danica's sort of punk feel. Yeah. And Uriah's, um, uh, what was the name? Uh, uh, the Zero Project song that I loved so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it definitely fits him because the, we're, we're, there's going to be some new versus the old, classical versus the new way of seeing things in, in uh, season three. Um, just, you know, the, the idea of old politics and new politics. Old, old and new is going to be a major thing for the rest of the show. So um, it's very cool that that's going to continue. Yeah. I like that. Directed by Anna Rodriguez. Woo! So that's it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, please let us know what you think. Uh, you can reach us um, on Twitter, at Pendant Web, on Facebook, look up Pendant Audio, Tumblr, um, the Yahoo groups. Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter myself if you want to follow me at JTC, but because I'm annoying, it's spelled out J-A-Y-T-E-E-S-E-E. And you can follow me at Anna with two N's, R1288. Um, so yeah, let us know what you thought. And then next month, we're actually going to be joined by Mark Allen Jr., who steps up as a assistant director, so we can look forward to having him on the commentary next month. That's right. We will have, I think, our fifth assistant director. That sounds right. Fourth. Fourth? Third? Maybe he's our third. Is that it? No, third, yeah, because we've had Dave, Paul, and now Mark. Wow. Unless I'm forgetting somebody, I will feel so horrible. No, no, no. I I think you're right. I think it's just those three. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, you're right. Paul and Dave, you leave such a great impression. I thought there were twice as many of you. (laughs) They do the, the work of many's. You do, for of, real. Of many, not many's. I can't, well, okay. I can't speak ah. now. And on that note, thank you for joining us. <laughs> uh, we'll catch us next month. Next month. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.